Welcome everybody back to another episode of Stripped Raw. Tonight's a special night because I'm here with my dum dum, Fred. It's been a while. Frodrick. Mm-hmm. Yes. You've been road tripping a lot. Always. Troubadour. And of course, on the other side of it, we have uh, got Jeanette, and then we have Christy. So it's it's a diverse it's a diverse landscape tonight, which is pretty dope. What's today? Saturday. Friday. Oh, no, Saturday. It is Saturday. Saturday. Saturday night, and we were all just chatting around the table, and we said, hey, man, why don't we just uh, throw some mics up, like we should have been doing for years. Something I brought up in the past in the shop, because we've grown up together, Fred and I, for... Two decades. Two decades. Just like Cobes, we've seen children, divorces, war together, houses being torn apart. We've seen a lot of things together, and we've always had conversations and something that I've always said in the past is if we were to put a microphone and even some video cameras in the shop while we were talking about this stuff, we could have uh, captured a lot of really good moments. Now, the last healing journey that you went on, Fred, um, and, for, and for myself, both of us, when we talk about the You Matter box that's coming out in the next couple of weeks, <clears throat> a lot of it is how to help the male get to a place of or to find that hope and then get to a place of healing and then so on and so forth, if you will. And what I want to do is I wanted to emphasize, you know, where we are in life right now, where we have found light at the end of the tunnel, we have healed. So it's like, this is where we are at. So if you were to go through the program that we've been promoting through the you matter box, through the www.stripraw.com, this type of conversation is the type of conversation you'd be having on a Saturday night like right now. Right. And the cool thing, and you picked out this topic, was our beliefs when it comes to uh, relationships and leading relationships. So that's the topic point. Now, is everybody ready to take off? I wanted to harken back to the, um, to the um, You Matter boxes. Um, on a biblical side of things, um, there's a verse in Proverbs that says... Uh, where there is no vision, the people perish. Um, in that box, you got that list of steps to do. Uh, when you have a vision, you write it down and just follow what you wrote down. So it's already pre-written for you. You just follow these steps in this box and you will walk that path towards your vision. So I think that's a really cool thing you put together. Hmm? Oh, for sure. Well done. All right. Where you're at right now when it comes to relationships and leading. The cool thing is, this conversation we're about to have is, you're about to have a perspective. And we've talked about this before, and I'm pretty sure that I'm about to have a different perspective. The cool thing is, you've got two guys, ego aside, who's able to have the conversation. So talk to me about the ideal relationship structure from your side of things. Well, as you know, I believe in the 70-30 rule. All right, wrong. Relationships are... I'm just kidding. <laughs> relationships are 70% the male's responsibility, um, the male's action, the male's drive, his intentions, and um, 30% on the women. So in that, that way... Because if you ever go into partnership, you know never to do 50-50 partnership in any form of business because then you, you come to places where you need to decide... Who's going to have the final say? Even if it's forty nine fifty one, just something so somebody knows. If we disagree on something, we're going my way. Um, 
just as a ground rule uh because it's um 70 percent my responsibility <clears throat> it gives me a hundred percent authority and a hundred percent responsibility um as i found in all sitcoms and life and relationships and books and movies um when a guy and a girl break up she goes back to her friends and they ask what did that idiot do and he goes back to his friends and they ask how did you mess this up it's because it's his responsibility underlying but we don't realize that did you think in your past relationships that it was you that caused the problems no but i didn't lead out of the problems. there you go you didn't lead out of the problems and i'm proud of you for saying that you know what i mean the self you know you're holding yourself accountable for it that was a hard pill for me to swallow there was a lot of my ego i had to put to the side like no i caused this crap too you know i do think it takes two to dance it takes two to destroy as well well I can argue that because um, what men bring to the relationship is unconditional love. Therefore, no matter what she's doing, there's a way to love through and out of it. Um, it's not the same as what women bring to the relationship. But I do believe looking back at any of my past relationships or how I look at future relationships, get into a level of love, which I gave away so freely, so recklessly, you know, now is something that I've learned to to, to de develop and grow into because when it is unconditional, not that it ever isn't, I don't know how to not love with conditions, but <clears throat> that unconditional love can conquer all the things everybody thinks love can't conquer because it's a one-way street. It never mattered what you were doing or who you were or how good you were to this or that. It was already there. And so uh, the definition of true love like that is something you can't earn, but you also can't lose. What do you mean you can't earn it? You can't earn love, otherwise it's not love. Uh, it's a biblical principle, I guess, but it just, it comes in to say, like, if I roll up into a relationship and I ask somebody why they love me and they give me a reason, then if I stop doing that, do they have the right to stop loving me? Well, what if it's something you earn? So, for me, my perspective is love, a deeper love is fostered through growth <clears throat> and growth is fostered through trust and trust is something that's earned does that make sense all of that's cool on one way but um the way that the, the freedom i have to love people is that they don't owe me anything they can't earn it they they can't l technically lose it so when i give when i give examples of love i always pull from one source of what love is uh, the, the greatest definition of love in the history of the world has been a man on a cross. Okay, so there was no benefit there. There was no back and forth conversation. There was no, let me get a little bit of this and I'll give you a little bit of that. It was just from here on out and anything before this, it's all covered. Yeah, right? so, so that definition of love is faith-based, right? But essentially, yeah. in every dictionary, it was one of the first, uh, one of the first, assignments I had to do uh, for my psych class was you have to write down a definition of love. And part of that assignment was you have to read at least 12 dictionaries and all of them were different. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I think people in general have a different, it could be faith-based, but it, there's, there's several different definitions of love. Okay. I can agree with that. But if I were to be able to be loved unconditional, that would be the way that I would want to be loved. That's why that's how the love is I put out. Yeah. I want to be loved, period, for no reason, right? As to say, 
why do you love me? I just do. Yeah. But for, and from my perspective, it's why do you love me? I just do. And it's just, if it's that hard cutoff, I just do love you. <clears throat> Sometimes that won't establish more conversations moving forward to dive deep. Cause I okay. do, I do think love, it, it comes in like the, the infinite is unconditional love. Right. But in order to attain that, you have to grow with that other person through conversations. And the only way to get to those conversations deeper embedded within a person is through trust. I think that's in the way of coming back towards the man. So <clears throat> okay. when loving a woman, we figured that out when we were courting her. It was all the preloaded stuff. You're right. So um, when, when I confess love to a woman, I'd say, I love you for who you are and for who you aren't. I love you if you get better or if you don't or get worse yeah um none of that matters like i'm choosing from here now yeah you're in what i would call you're yeah. right and so yep. at that point yeah you could get better at it uh but I'll, I'll accept you if you don't so you don't have to earn it and you, you and then and i'll love you if you hurt me i just want to know if tomorrow do you want to do this again because i've defined love as the lowest point i'll allow somebody to take me and still want to come back tomorrow Whereas a lot of people divide love as the highest point somebody can lift you to. But honestly, if I went out with a millionaire and she took me on a helicopter ride and blah, 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 that would be quite a mountaintop. But I still wouldn't go to the depths with her because I don't know her like that. Right. Yeah. So. Well, it's something I just I just thought about this. Um, so the way that you're talking about it, this is Fred Street of love and it's already there. Like it's, it's just there. Unconditional love is already there. But for a female, for, I would say, well, not necessarily a female, but like a woman who can wrap her head around like this type of conversation, um, Jay, if a guy does the work to have those conversations to the deepest, darkest parts of yourself that you haven't ever trusted somebody with, if you felt secure with them, could there be, can a man earn your unconditional love? Can a man earn a woman's unconditional love? Yeah, hundred percent. I think so. I agree. You agree. Okay, so let's flip it this way. Before Fred goes on a tirade, your definition of unconditional love. Oh, this is good. Okay, unconditional love. It means regardless of anything tumultuous going on that might be driven through triggers um trauma whatever it might be you're committed to be in partnership and love someone regardless because there's been such a foundation alignment and trust that you've agreed moving forward to so like no matter what happens it's unconditional so if a guy and i I believe that too, though. If a guy, if a man was able to earn her trust in all of her deepest, darkest things, right? If there's a deep, dark thing that happens within the relationship, no matter what, she's going to stick by his side. If you lose the house, if, if you lose this house right now, is she still going to stand by your side? I think there's a spectrum of what women are willing to stand by. Yes. And of course, with the longevity, it becomes more and more. But for for me, <clears throat> for my understanding, 
I always have to earn what turns out to be love, but that's not what I'm looking for in a relationship. So it doesn't matter if well, you, what are you looking for? Only respect. Uh, I, it doesn't matter if you love me. If you're going to respect me and follow me, mm-hmm. you can stay every day. Right. So it, it just doesn't because I'm already a love factory. I, agree I have with plenty that. of that. So yep. I don't it, it doesn't. You know, thoughtful gifts and all that, that's cool, whatever. Like, you don't have to do none of that for me because that's what I do for you, right? Uh, what I need from you is a form of teammate that understands I'm not the same as you. I don't respond to the same things as you. That would be an understanding and a respect for the fact that, yeah, it seems a little boring, it seems a little dense, but at the end of the day, it's simpler. It's able to be accomplished, and it actually takes less work on your part to show love to me, i.e. respect, you know? Yeah. Well, those were always my two, uh, for the longest time I thought I was looking for love. It's like, no, my values when it comes to a woman is respect, respect's number one. Loyalty. Loyalty Loyalty. and love. That's Mm -hmm. it. Loyalty. Those are the three. And a lot of the guys that we run with that have been through a lot of this crap, they have the same, that's the same values that they look for when it comes to a woman as well. Respect, loyalty, and love. That's it. Because it goes to peace. Yeah, because respect is my peace. Tying that to the audience and the guys who want to reach out to the young boys, the fellas, um, the world is going to push that narrative on you to seek love and that you deserve love and all that. And that will confuse you and you'll run into that into that road and you realize nobody's there for you to love you. Like, it's just not how it is. Like your mom loves you. Yeah. Your sisters might like you or something. I don't know. But women will love you based on what you bring to the table what you because if um we were just talking uh, me and christy were talking about a situation where a young lady is dealing with a guy and the roles are like completely flipped i told her like so she's younger she's got a job he's older he's not working and both of us agree well you gotta let that guy go love him or not you gotta let the guy go because he can't offer you anything. And in fact, he's taking from you. It's different if it's like neutral, you're just a dude in my life versus you're leeching off of me. And then I said, but now if the roles were switched, he had the job and she didn't. Oh, that's perfectly fine. Nobody. That's fine. You know, because that's the way that is set up. That's the way it works. It just works that way. We're built differently. Mm-hmm. I would never be comfortable as a man without being able to provide. You know, and, and, and the same thing is, like you said, when the love is deep enough, the woman loves you enough, she will accept, oh, something went wrong. The whole plan blew up. I lost the house. This sucks. As long as you're walking towards the next plan. If you sat there and you never move forward, eventually, I guarantee that love will run out. Well, a lot of people now, like males or guys that think that their men are actually boys, and I think a lot of women who think that they're women are actually still girls so grew up with the fairy tale the disney movies the lifetime movies where the number one priority or what you're supposed to do is to raise child and women do have a biological clock on them that's real talk so if you're 25 or going into you know 30 years old and this guy that you're investing your time with he's not growing with you your time's being wasted. And I think that's another like that's another podcast topic that we're going to talk about. Like wasted time for me, I finally have come to the point my time is so valuable now. I don't spend it with 
anything or anybody, not necessarily that doesn't benefit me because I'm not built that way. I'm a generator, but it will be spent worthwhile in the grand scheme of things. But I do think when a female is 25, 30, and it's like, I want to have a child, they're not going to waste their time with somebody or in a situation where it's, um, I'm not going to be able to do this this thing. And I, I do think that guys have that as well, because I had the feeling when I had Miho or before that, it's like, I'm ready to be a dad. I have this like this thing inside of me that I want to have a kid. But going back to like the unconditional love, like when females, for the longest time, I fought the topic point because uh, the stats are there that 80% of divorces are initiated by well, women. women. Yeah. Uh, even if, and if they are college educated with a degree and they can financially set up for themselves, it's 92%. 92% of divorces are initiated by females. Yeah. And I fought with that. That was my, and that's why I was like, not necessarily trying to like, Stick a dagger in women, like, I got you, I got you. But it was trying to understand it. That argument also is, uh, there's a farther stat, because most people would argue that would be because of uh, infidelity. But that's um, in the lower 30s, yep. I believe, 30%. Yep. Of it is based on that. Most of it was based on a financial change in the household. Either the guy losing money or the woman gaining money mm-hmm. and out-earning him. But what it finally came upon me, and this is a conversation we had earlier today, it's... Yes, the the women, the females, they're taking the lead to initiate these divorces because they're in a relationship with a guy that isn't being a man. That's wasting their time. Because, and we're going to round robin to the point, here's the golden one right here. Men have failed. Yes or no? Yes. Men have failed. Yes. The difference between men's failure and women's failure is... Women first failed men, boys, but then... No, I think it goes further back than that. But even still, Keep yeah, going. obviously, because, you know, government did the thing with the yep. wars and the drugs. Yep. But uh, but at, at the end of the day, it was left up to women to try to raise men from boys, which they failed at that. And then when boys turned 18, the world didn't say, oh, well, you know, nobody told you. It doesn't matter for us. When you hit 18, you're in. You're in. You can't buy... You can't buy a... What you said, you can't drink yet, but but you're in. You see what I'm saying? Like, you are now a man. Why do you think women failed raising? Because they men? they um they use love, and we just it doesn't work for us. It it works for a little boy, fine, but as men, it just won't it won't suffice. What do they need? So like a woman's listening right now, yeah, right? Like so, raising a kid. So your little boy and your little girl should be raised differently, in my humble opinion. Um, your little girl should be raised to know she deserves the world from the man she chooses. Your little boy should be raised to know he deserves to work hard for what he wants. So I would say, excuse me, to my son and daughter, boy, fix your daughter some dinner, and if you're hungry, mow the lawn. Let me know. I'm saying like work for what you want because at the end of the day, out of love and caring and wanting the best for you, I don't want you to ever think that when you're in this world, something is deserved by you. Women deserve things. Women deserve chivalry. Women deserve protection. Women deserve to be able to run at night alone in the streets and not feel this. Men work to provide that. And so we are rewarded by what we do in society. That's why the 
highest paid man we can think of, Elon Musk, is uh, one of the ugliest guys you can think of. But it doesn't matter because when a man is successful, he's rewarded with attention and money. It doesn't matter what he looks like because that's not a standard that we judge men by. So when we raise little boys and little girls to think everybody deserves this and everybody's going to find that in life if they manifest it or whatever, that only works for women. So these boys, they turn 18 and they deserve this, right? So how are you going to work for something if you deserve it? So like, but then in that case of a woman failing raising her kid because she didn't set him up to understand that he had to work for things. Is that because the male was lacking to give that insight? Well, because to... the, so what happened was um, there was war and there was a drug pandemic, both which killed, killed a lot of men in war and then also incarcerated a lot of men in prison. And so, so the fathers were missing. Right. And so in society, in our belief, that was a plan. Because having masculine men would lead to women not getting jobs, men talking back to the government, X, Y, Z. When you separate the household, if one worker is taxed for his work, taxed when he buys things, and then taxed on the income tax, that's three taxes at least in a year. Now you split the household, and then the wife is doing it as well. That's six taxes now. And everything comes down to death and taxes. So in order for the government to further make revenue, you separate the household. Right? Yeah. It, it, uh, <laughs> but I think when you say, like, the women have failed raising their boys, when the two people had sex so there were people that died at war right mm -hmm. guys died at war guys died at the drug pandemic but it's to me not necessarily the women failed at raising the kid because the guy was there to build that kid but that's putting it lightly at the end of the day i'm, I'm i understand yeah. that but there are guys who <clears throat> won't fight as hard for their kids so they come out of the picture as well well so i don't fight for my kid but i know it's a losing fight well, so right there, it's a losing fight. It's a losing fight. But why would you give up on that situation? Even, even, why aren't you still fighting? You got because I have many other people that rely on me okay. and depend on me to be a successful part of society. Fighting for a kid in a court system that's not set up for me to win would just cost me money and lawyers. And at the end of the day, I may get supervised visits or something. Because the it system is matter. against you. It still doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So... At the end of the day, it's not my call. Like a lot of things are taken from from my control. Mm -hmm. It's not up to me to complain about that. I have to play the game the way the game is set up. With the time I have and the resources I have, I do the best for the people that I can affect. There's nothing more than I can do than pay the, the child support to be the best version of that. Me fighting and crying in court isn't going to change anything. I feel you. But I do think... <clears throat> It's not necessarily the child, the stats are there, that the child does do better with the father in their lives. True. And is it necessarily the moms have failed or is it that we've been set up in a system to where they want to make weaker children? But that's why. And that's what I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, a father can raise a daughter, a father can raise a son, but a mother can can raise a daughter but not a son does that make sense because there's a part of life that they don't comprehend about the shit of it like 
at the end of the day, no matter how much you love your baby boy, the world doesn't care. They're going to hate him until he proves the reason why he should be loved. Basketball, Tesla, Amazon, something. Otherwise, no matter how good of the, you know how many good guys work at Walmart? You know how many good guys? Nobody cares. But if Jay-Z walked into Burger King and liked the waitress, she could become the next Beyonce. Period. I agree. It's a completely different thing for us. And that's the beauty of it. So if you set the little boys up to understand at some point life's going to get real difficult. You're going to have to earn your keep. Then they won't live their life thinking they deserve because the worst type of guy you can run into is a guy that deserves something, especially if he's rich. You ever, uh, you ever hear about these dates for these rich guys? They show up on the first date. They say what they want. They say what they expect. They say what you... And they've never done anything to earn any of that. They just know that, hey, this is me. This is what I deserve if you're going to be a woman. Like, that's not how it works. No. We don't deserve things. Correct. You've got to earn them. But women do. And if Well, we, do they deserve it? Absolutely. Women deserve everything. Again, like I said, as one of the most agreeing statements of 2023... The highest commodity in the world is a woman's beauty. For that alone, just being born, you're special, you're beautiful. It's up to you to, to weigh that against what you want to do in life, yeah. to leverage it, right? Well, in the conversations we've had in the past, for you, it's uh, you are beautiful, and I'm going to do these things for you. Just let me do them, right? Yeah. Just let me do it and respect it. That's it, right? Yeah. So would you take on, so you were talking about earlier 70-30, where you have 70% of the leadership role, that means you're doing 70% of the work, mm-hmm. right? I, on the other hand, and I want you to try to poke holes in this, try. I know you will. But I believe, I don't know if it's necessarily like a, like a 50-50, but I do believe the king and the queen, there's not different pulpits, you know, you sit here and I sit over here in my chair and my chair is bigger because I have 70 and you have 30. I'm not trying to blast your words or whatever, mm-hmm. but I think it's a, it's a shared love seat where the king and the queen are both sitting on it. You're both sitting level and equal, if you will. And there are times that a woman can take control and take lead because she has a different perspective on things than what I do. So sometimes she'll have 70 and I'll have 30. But there are also times when I step out there and I'm the 70% in charge and she's the 30. It's a balanced thing because she has other uh, special levels of magic to her. I hear you. Um, that's part of being a good leader, though, is to take the advice when you don't see the bigger picture. It doesn't mean that I'm changing out of leadership. I'm always going to be the head of my relationship I will ask you about things I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I've been trying to go to college for a couple of years, but I can't stand the registration project process, right? Right. So if a woman would just type my name and put my information in for me, I would let her. I wouldn't be like, no, I'm the leader. I mean, like, it's just little things or True. big things or whatever it is that I don't have skills in certain things. I don't need to say, well, I'm the leader. We're going to do it this way. That's like that old school way of leading. No, I, there's I agree. A, there's a finesse to it. There's but, a, but there's also from... You're like, I know your history. It's for you to trust somebody to do that with you. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. Because you've been hurt so many times. It's like, I can't even fathom the idea of having somebody because I've had to do it myself the entire time. 
I mean, but I think it's not over the hurt. It's just like, and it's well, just you've a processed thing, right? the pain. You've yeah. processed the pain. So now, but you're self sufficient. Mm-hmm. So it's like you don't need anybody to do that. Now I can just pay somebody to do that. Yeah, I can pay somebody to do the registration process. Why do I need you? You can be free, but you could cause me, you can jeopardize my peace six months down the road. Mm-hmm. Whereas I could just pay this person right now and they won't jeopardize my peace. And I'm good. True. I'm good. So it's like I, getting to a point now where you're getting a lot more financially stable with yourself, if you will, because the, what was it, like the growth, the financial growth of a male happens around 40 to 50. And that's where we're coming up on. So it's like now I have the, the money and the finances. I'm not even going to take the risk on this scratch ticket, whereas I'm just going to do it myself. Right. But then back to kind of stay on task with the the shared partnership. At the end of the day, life isn't about being right or wrong. It's about the journey. So I need a partner that understands you're going to follow my lead even if I'm wrong, you're going to be with me because you're not responsible for where this ship goes. And therefore, you have the freedom to say, hey, it's on you, good, bad, or ugly, you know, and I'm going to take the responsibility for any time the ship crashes or whatever, that's on me. And anytime things are great, it's to your benefit, you know, but... But there's going to be bad times. Right, but they are, That's right? something that a lot of people, they don't... They don't plan for. Yeah, they don't plan for. They don't think that, like... uh I, w- I was talking to to Cam about it yesterday, Cam and Matt, and I said I've accepted the fact that there are so many things out of my control, um, and especially as like a white male, there are so many things in my control. The world's at my fingertips, especially here in the country, right? The world is at my fingertips. But if my kid was to, because he's not with me, if there's a school shooter that happens at his, you know, at his school, God forbid. It's out of my control. But there was a time when my ego was so strong, it's like nothing's going to happen to him. But if you understand, like, bad things are going to happen in life. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. And you finally accept that, especially in a relationship, like, hey, we're going to go through some things. But if you establish enough trust to where we can talk about it and we can be there for each other's emotions, that's the biggest thing, too, though. Emotional maturity so we can be there for it. When uh, when the bottom falls out of this bitch, yeah. it will happen. Which is where you... Find what's worth fighting That's where for. You've, exactly. I've talked to a couple guys in the last couple of weeks who are their marriages are on the rocks, and I'm like, man, that's kind of the beautiful place. Um, that's where you can prove your love. Sure. Like, if you can get the hold of those reins, or you cannot let anybody talk you out of it. Like, that's where in 15 years you'll be like, you remember we almost gave up? Like, I think that's the sweet spot. It sucks. But so did the cross, right? Yeah. So. But there's so many guys out there. And we work with, you know, we work with some guys. And to them, it's like, you know what? If this marriage falls off and the relationship ends, I just go out here and get my dick wet real quick. And it's like, okay, so why is the marriage, in your perspective, why is it falling off? Well, she always bickers at me. I never get laid. I never have these things. Instant gratification kicks in, though, because he says, uh, if this thing was to end, I've got these other chicks lined up. Plan B. That that'd be willing to lay with me, and it's like, well, bro, I guarantee you, she's got guys laid up that she can lay up with as well. So it's like the same thing that's that a you losing fight, that's for sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But it's like the same thing that you want out of her. She's willing to do, but are you willing to do the work for it? Which to me, that comes down to establishing a good frame up front, establishing a relationship, and growing within that. Um, again, so that's why I don't share leadership because either. You're in my frame or I'm in your frame. And if I'm in your frame, I'm not in control. So then I'm not responsible for what happens. 
But at the end of the day, I am because I'm the man in the relationship. So I can't share that. I can't share responsibility with this because if I say, let's go left and you're sure we should go right. And I say, but here's the deal. If there's, there's bad people over there, I got that part too. You know, I'm not going to willingly put you in the harm's way, but like, you just got to trust me because this is how I operate. And then if it's something completely out of it, we're talking about whatever your profession is. Obviously, I'm not going to sit there and say, well, from my limited perspective, I would tell you this is how it is because it's your profession. I can trust you. I can believe, you know what I mean? Like, but if it's 50-50 and it's just life and we're making choices, just roll with me because I won't let it fall back on you because I'm a man. It's up to me. It's my responsibility. If it falls apart, it's on me. If it floats, it's because I got inspiration from you. Okay. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, I think the male should have the ultimate role to make decisions or lead the family. But there are going to be a lot of instances from time to time where, you know, the male, female is going to be stronger, either emotionally or spiritually. And so I think of it less as like a gender thing and more of like, I think when you know your other partner may be a little off or something, it's, and that's where it comes back, I think, to that like love seat situation where Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily, you know, uh, 70 30 but it's like okay who's who's got this right now and having that transparency to understand that and be vulnerable yeah oh the trust in it too because yeah. you can have a four-year-old let's say we go back to the uh, uh mothers raising kids you're in a relationship uh exactly at what age is it that a boy is starting to evolve into a man is it four five six seven eight right so when he does something and you as the dad, as the man, want to drop the hammer. But the mom's got that. She has that intuition still. The kid came out of her, right? Kid came out of her. She still has that intuition like, hey, I think you're taking it too hard on him. Are you going to trust her with that? Are you going to have that conversation? Or is he going to be like, hey, he needs to be raised hard. Like, this is this. Does that make sense? I hear you. Uh, I would still have the final say. Because studies have shown actually men can understand and hear out their their children's cry better than women can um we actually it's something about it i understand like you have the right to say this came out of me and all that and that's cool but at the end of the day i have the protective nature also have the you for sure right and so if if my boy does something and i expect better out of him he's going to know you yeah. know obviously i'm not drawing blood or something yeah. that, that's different but like I need him to understand because the longer you take to to kind of set them in the right way, the more it's kind of like if you don't train your dogs. Right? Yeah, but uh, the, yeah, you think about it, right? But if you don't do it, then later on it's going to be harder to do it, right? But if you raise the the boy, to, it's it's different though, because for me, uh, what you're talking about is raising a boy the same way that we were raised. No. Okay, hold on. If you, the, if the boy was like, okay, so Miho's age right now. There was a, a situation that happened the other day, and mm-hmm. for me, I dropped the hammer. Boom, dropped the hammer, and I was like, nope, black and white, this is what's going on. And then Jace pulls me to the side. She says, hey, he needs a hug right now. I don't know where it came from. I didn't want to give a hug. So I was like, hey, man, come over here and give me a hug. And then I said, how are you feeling? Then he opened up with his feelings. 
So he was like transparent in his emotions. Like you made me feel bad because you said it this way and I understand where you're coming from dad, but it made me feel this way. So I was actually upgraded in a way with trust as his father because of female input. Understand. I'm not saying I would shut out female input at all. That's exactly um, what you're saying. I'm saying <laughs> chauvinistic pig. You would do what you have to do as a I still love you. A man in leadership you're of a boy, ugly. right? And you would do those things. Oh, for and sure. And it doesn't say, okay, well, I've done this. There's the rest of the night. You know, like, obviously, if the mother says, hey, that looks like he took it a little harder than he should have, maybe you should go in it. Obviously, take yeah. that advice and do that as well because you don't have all vision you can't see everything true and she understands different things about it um but at the end of the day that is all part of being the the type of leader that so your leader is only as good as his advisors and a lot of people don't know that no right? i agree with you all i'm trying to do is paint the picture because to me this is dave's this is dave's full-on perspective i've known you a long time i think you've been hurt by the feminine so much in your past where it's just like no i'm just gonna lead this thing I'm not some scorned and I'm responsible woman, for it. <laughs> but it's like, no, man, there is like, there is hope. There's light at the end of the tunnel. There is, there's a woman out there where it's like, I can take your advice. Like that king, true queen, true queen. Christy give me advice all the time. Well, yeah, I think going back to what you were saying <laughs> earlier about, um, you know, the woman maybe having too much love or showing their son too much love like that's her superpower right so it's the absence of a male to come and and bring in more of that like side right. of what you yeah. need to know because like that's what the feminine has had to do it's had to split okay show the love but then also teach them how to be hard because i had to be hard too so but i think that distorts a lot of that's the an balance excellent, yeah that's an excellent statement i i think that i think that women take and carry negative forward more than men do because they have to protect themselves mm -hmm. right men can be free to make the same mistake over and over again because at the end of the day it's not likely i'm gonna get knocked out dragged into somebody's house and yeah. you know taken advantage of right yeah. so um we don't have to carry because i'm not teaching my boy to be hard per se but to be a good good man right so part of that is there's originals to me there has to be when you come to the line of the things that I care about, the people I care about, really not the things, right? But at the same token, there's a part of me that's generous. I would teach my boy what Christmas is about. It's about somebody getting a gift they don't deserve. It's not about coals. It's not about, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? I teach him something like that, right? So I, I, I believe that I'm a fairly generous person. I don't like to talk about myself too much in positive ways, you know? But I think I'm a fairly generous person in that I'm always seeking to you know, give gifts and, and help people in whatever ways I can. So that's part of what I would instill. There's a softness. There's a, you know, um, when I'm dealing with a baby girl, I'm not like, yeah, I'm not picking her up like a baseball per se, right? Um, yeah. There's just, there's parts of that, but there's a more important thing that I can be for 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 the younger generation, for younger men, is the example that this isn't going to be fair. It's not going to be easy. And if you are set up for that, and it's anything better than that, you're already in the advantage because you're ready for the worst and something better happen. I feel that we don't have the luxury of hoping things will happen as men. 
you either make it happen or it doesn't happen, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's yeah. just kind of the difference. I don't think that. Yeah, and maybe yeah. it's not even like a male female thing, but more just like having that transparent uh, conversation about what the world has in store for you, or you know, in today's current society. Mm-hmm. You know, this is kind of what your role is expected to be, or if you want to succeed in this way, you know, do these things. Yeah, it's been it's been evolving for sure, society. Um, thankfully, we're not in the time of. Uh, Cadillacs and pimps, you know, but at the same time, uh, <laughs> the new society is a whole nother beast with uh, with social media and with instant gratification, right? Nobody needs to work for anything because they can just turn around and push a button or, or whatever. Instant gratification. Right. Speaking of which, and to all the listeners out there, there's been a lot of noises in the background. <laughs> My kids playing PlayStation um yeah it's a different environment than what we usually have because we're right here at the kitchen table speaking of which someone just stopped by i think yeah, somebody up. just stopped by are you caring i can be somebody just tried to break into your car oh, they oh. can it's a tesla i know but somebody just tried to get into it trouble yeah so it's a rental <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying yeah, go ahead but anyways the world instant gratification it just doesn't work without the card just scooping up a car <laughs> take well it. i mean it's electronic who whatever. knows if you've got like some bluetooth code or whatever i'm sure they can take it either way i'll be all right nah, the lord has blessed right. me in many ways hmm. i need to ride home though yeah exactly <laughs> that's what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. but yeah today's society we need a strong male and strong woman leading families i agree in my opinion mm-hmm. we need but stronger. the strengths look different that's the thing that I'm yeah they say. are um so when i was talking about how women carry that that negative out of protection a woman will go through a relationship where a guy will teach her to be hard or harder and then she'll go into her next relationship thinking i need to be a hard woman to be the right type of woman and that's just not the case the hard part i don't i don't need a woman to be hard i got i got that you know so if somebody trains you wrong but it helped you survive you're going to cling to it because it was the truth at that time well, they've never met a man from this type of caliber, too, though. Exactly. They've had to be hard. Exactly. They had to have been hard their entire lives. And it might not even be past relationship, too. It'd be just, like how they grew up. Right. Just and life then that evolved into So they have the to stay hard. Right. So it's like it's built inside of them to stay hard. And then it, you look at it like today. Think about this, man. The women are getting harder. And the men, the males, they're getting softer. Society's goal. Exactly. So you're devolving the masculine and you're making the feminine take on these roles that they never should have taken on in the first place. Soft dudes everywhere. Video games. This whole, you know, we work with a bunch of guys. 37 years old, 38 years old. And they're pretty transparent at work now. Well, they'll talk about, you know, what they achieved in video games and who they masturbated to on porn. Mm -hmm. Out in the open. So it's just like second nature to them. Yeah. That's not attractive. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not, but it can get girls. This is the thing about it. These dudes in this world, in this soft world, they're doing whatever it takes to get a girl. Yep. And if it's the bare minimum, like you've seen it, you've seen guys sitting in the car and the girls pumping the gas type of things like that's crazy to me. But it's the bare minimum it takes to get this right. And so at the end of the day, if. If we don't raise men to be better and we don't raise women to expect better, 
then we're just going to continue to like basically devolve. devolve. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, and well, I used to think it was all with the kids. So like, you know, um, make sure the, the kids have the right information. But it's like if, if us as adults, we don't actually take those steps to better ourselves to evolve, then the kids will never, you know what I mean? All right. So there's, I think this, we always look to this younger generation, but it's like, no, actually we need to all turn inward and be able to like have that outlook for kids. Think about this. If you put out a, a Christian pamphlet or song or something, it would be filtered and put into a direct line of here's the only place you can broadcast this. But if you were Cardi B, anything you say could be put out anywhere. That's not our choice. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's not the kid's choice either. But they're going to consume whatever's pumped into them through social media. See, the comedian asked the lady, um, he said, how do you feel about an eight year old child fully converting? She said, I agree with it to Christianity. She's no, definitely not like. (laughs) It's it's a crazy world right now, you know, and. And it's still going down. Yeah. Well, the things that are going up are all the bad things. The suicide rates, divorce rates, all of it is going, it's trending in the wrong direction. And we've had the conversation, uh, men are still getting, well, men, I'm not going to say men. The masculine is getting weaker and the feminine is getting stronger. And it's not saying that like the feminine, it's the bad thing, right? No. It's just... They're having to pick up for this crap. And it's one of the reasons when I started writing on Instagram, it was to empower the woman. Because to me, if I empower the woman, then she's going to put that ass up on the shelf and the guy can't reach it. And if the guys can't reach it anymore, the guys, they're going to have to think to themselves, how do I level up to that? Absolutely. That's it. You know. That was, it, it was just a, I'm not going to say a tactic, but that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Take it off so the boys can't get it and make the boys grow up. Because Cause men are different than boys. Yeah. There are people that may be able to earn that from you, but they'd have to look at themselves. So when a guy takes a girl on a date, a successful, he's had to get a job, hold some money, get a vehicle, know something about women, possess the ability to pay for the date, X, Y, Z, let alone, you know, the haircut and the clothes, you know. Um, That is a... That's a series of growths you have to go through. Mm-hmm. Even if you got all that right, but you had no experience with women, you would still fail at that date. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he's had to go through multiple, multiple, multiple dates. On the female experience of dating, if it's exciting, if it's fun, if it's safe, if it's it's a positive thing. It's a good date. If, if The way I feel, if, if a woman ever touches her wallet or a door handle, things like this, these are party files. Like, what's going on here, right? So I don't require much on the other way in, right? It's my job as a man to prepare myself after all the years and everything I've learned. And I didn't learn this from my parents, you know? I had to figure this out in books and in podcasts and everything else. It is not the burden of the woman to make the date excellent, right? She can do all of her beauty routine, this and that. She could show up. And then the rest is on me, mm-hmm. you know. But the guys these days will go out on dates and think they're the special one. And they're the, the one that needs to be. Yeah. Why would I hold the door for you? I've heard people say that. 
And I'm thinking, what? Where were? Where'd you learn that? Yeah, man? like well, I think those guys are the ones who they take feminism and then they like, like they want to fight it and attack it. Looking for fairness. Yeah, we're both equal, right? I don't <laughs> want to open the door for you. Or split the bill because they don't know how uh, it's going to end. How or... weird is that? Yeah. But then that's just those patterns just evolve into your, you know, if you end up being in a relationship, it just I think continues, and so they're red flags. Yeah. You are the energy you attract. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. We appreciate this episode. Um, Christy, Jay, Fred, supposedly read books. You can't read. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was a pleasure. And I look forward to, uh, to talking with you guys again soon. We hope everybody has an awesome weekend. We look forward to talking to you again soon. Ciao.